Welcome to another episode of the Halal Travel Podcast. You're joined with me, Norul, Hazira, and Rauda. So today is very special because we will be virtually traveling halfway around the world to Germany to meet with a beautiful wow. couple, Tamu and Waju. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so Tamu and Waju are actually a Bangladeshi-German couple living in Germany and have actually started their YouTube channel um, sometime in April this year. And the thing is, in just six months, they have like an impressive following of over 40,000 people. Oh my God. Wow. So on their, on their YouTube channel, right? So they share their life experiences, travel adventures and cooking recipes. And I tell you first, if you watch the videos, truly their, their personalities, right? So genuine and they will definitely captivate you lah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank I believe you. I'm, honestly, okay. We're supposed to do some research before we got on this to this podcast. All all the videos that I watched was about them meeting yeah. and like how they met and like their love story. So that's all you know. But <laughs> now you will find out more. La. So yeah. Okay. So apart from their YouTube channel, they also have like a Facebook community called Nourish and Flourish. And what they aim to do is to inspire individuals to cook regardless of their uh, of their expertise. So before I introduce them to all of you, <clears throat> let me flex my German and see whether you can read it or not. Okay. So guten. Guten Tag. Ich heiße Nurul Ein und willkommen im The Halal Travel Podcast. Yay! Wow. Sehr gut. Sehr gut. Sehr gut. Wie gemacht. Wie gut in German? Sehr gut. Sehr gut. Sehr gut. Sehr gut. Okay, we'll hear a lot. Sehr gut. Okay, so um, Tamu and Waju, welcome to the podcast and we're so excited to have you on the show. Yay! Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so let's start off with like, um, tell us more about yourselves and um, what made you decide to start a YouTube channel? Yeah, I am Waju. <laughs> um, I'm a revert, a German revert. Um, I'm 28 years old and my, um, my full name is Philip Wajit. And mm-hmm. I took the Wajid as my uh, Muslim name after reverting to Islam. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we married in 2018. Oh, so sweet. And who are you? <laughs> who, who am I? Who I'm are your you? wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tamu from Bangladesh. I'm 27 years old. And um, yeah, I love cooking. And um, so from that, I started to think about if we can open a YouTube channel. Yeah, your friends told you you yeah, should yeah. do that. Yeah, before I just used to post on Facebook and my friends used to say, oh, it looks good. Uh, you should probably try to do something or make videos. And I was like, yeah, I just try with one or two videos and see how it works. And then I was like, hmm, we kind of like it, like making videos about cooking. And then slowly we started to think of different other things which could be helpful to other people or like things just for fun or entertainment a little bit. So from there, we went on to many different topics, actually, Mm. like cooking, traveling, uh, making some uh, like Islamic content sometimes. Some funny content. Some funny content sometimes. Yeah, just like that. Oh, and and I think that the channel really blew up after we did the video with my mom, where I was showing her how to uh, showing her a surah from the Quran, Surah Rahman, mm-hmm. and from there the the subscribers went up, and I think from there it was like uh, yeah exponential. Mm-hmm. 
grow. <laughs> After that, you became influencers. <laughs> oh, influencers. Can't say we are influencers. Like influencers have like expertise in like a certain mm-hmm. field, and then companies come and give them stuff, and we mm-hmm. never got any stuff. Inshallah, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. this is a call out. Actually, this is a call out. Anybody <laughs> wants to sponsor Tamwin? Why do you hit them up? <laughs> yeah. Send us food. <laughs> yeah. Mm, so you first started with cooking on your YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. But I think um, I'm just gonna ask something that uh, I watched a video about um, you talking to your mom about the religion. Like, I just want to know, like, what uh, was her reaction when you told her about your religion? Yeah, um, she. It, it was like a process. She. She got to know that I was researching Islam. She heard me watching videos about it. And uh, she was worried from the beginning, very worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it got more and more. She noticed that I was more and more interested. And um, yeah, when when the time when I reverted, actually, it was 2016 in Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And my mom wasn't at home then. She was in a vacation. And yeah, then after she came back, she found out that I reverted. She found some uh, instructions on how to say the prayer in my room when mm-hmm. I wasn't there. And <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't mm-hmm. ideal. And yeah, mm. I, her reaction was very worried and scared. Mm-hmm. So I had to mm. talk with her on that evening a lot for two hours. Mm. But she was I, crying. Yeah. Mm. Oh. She was crying too, yeah. And mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. After, after a few weeks, it got better. And yeah, mm-hmm. I just showed her that she doesn't have to be scared and all the people I have contact with all the Muslims they are very good people Mm -hmm. oh that's nice (laughs) how does it feel like to live as a Muslim in Germany I've never experienced (laughs) that (laughs) (laughs) don't say yeah Yeah, for for me (laughs) for me it's 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 not that much different than from before. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm used to growing up here. Of course, after um, you become Muslim, there are a lot of rules you have to mm-hmm. follow. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are easy to follow, some of them harder. I have to. I had to get used to saying the prayer very regularly. And um, sometimes when you're working in meetings, things like that, it's kind of hard. You have to manage, the manage to do that. And yeah, on one of the most uh, hard things in the West, I guess, is the mm-hmm. food. Where do you get your mm-hmm. meat, basically? Mm-hmm. But I mean, you have something <laughs> for you. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. <Right. laughs> I just get the meat and she does it. And which part of Germany are you guys in? Uh, it's the Germany is divided into 16 states. And uh, the one we're living is in the west of Germany. It's called North mm-hmm. Rhine-Westphalia. Mm-hmm. The biggest oh. state. Yeah. Rhoda, where have you been in okay, Germany? Okay. Berlin, right? Together with me. I have only been to like the main cities, Berlin. I've been to Hamburg. Um, just there. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty far away. Not just those. Yeah. I've been to Berlin. Mm-hmm. Hamburg is like four hours from here and Berlin maybe four to five. Yeah, but the oh, good thing about awesome. our location is you can like travel to a lot of countries by car, yeah. like six hour, mm-hmm. eight hours drive and then you are in... Yeah other countries basically yeah <laughs> yeah I heard it's really easy for you to kind of just drive over to to the mm. next country and mm. you can do like road trips yeah we, yeah. we were in, in in Brussels last year um, it's just a four hour drive and we're in Brussels so for example uh, also Netherlands is also very close so mm. and do you have to go through like immigration as well no, luckily we don't no. because of the uh, European Union. We In just go EU. over the border without any problems. Oh. 
Oh, so you don't have to chop your passport and everything? Not, not really. Oh, Tamu has oh, to take wow. it because she doesn't have the German citizenship yet. Oh. But uh, inshallah, when she gets it, then she doesn't have to. Yeah, but they don't check it. They don't check anything. <laughs> yeah, here in the European Union, they really don't care too much. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very... I was going to say that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good because like for us, if we want to, I mean, the nearest border to uh, from where we are in Singapore is Malaysia and mm-hmm. the, the state is Johor. So even if we want to cross, I mean, we have to go through immigration and the, it, it's really heavy traffic. You have to be, you have to be in line for like a few hours. Mm-hmm. It's not just easy just crossing over. So yeah, oh, if only we could just do that, guys. Just cross yeah. the border without going through immigration. You know, story. <laughs> so when I was in Australia, then we had to go from, um, where was it? Uh, Gold Coast to Brisbane. So we were on the on the bus. And then I asked the tour guide whether I needed to take out my passport because I thought that it was going to be like um, how we travel from Singapore to Malaysia. There's the immigration and then you have to pass the check, the, 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 the checkpoint. Um, but apparently not. So I was like, okay, cool. Maybe that's what happens in European Union as well. Huh. <laughs> the more you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so for me, when I went to Germany, I had to pack a lot of... Um, cup noodles and have like a mini mini mat in my hotel room and for Hazira and Rauda what they do is they carry in their luggage pots and pans so that they can cook in like a country that does not have halal food <laughs> or so we thought so I was just curious right for especially for Tamil since you were from Bangladesh initially um, how mm. was it like living in Germany was it easier to find like halal food or do you have to always cook at home Hmm. Interesting thing is like I used to live in Saudi Arabia. I grew up there. So there is like halal food everywhere, like fried chicken, Mm. everything. And yeah, I sure miss it here a lot. Like when I'm feeling like not cooking and I want to just have a fried chicken, just... I can't have it. I have to work for it. <laughs> There's no fried chicken place here. Only yeah. kebabs. Only like yes, kebabs. And kebabs. I'm like tired. Yeah. I'm tired of having kebabs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh Someone said it, man. Thank you. <laughs> like, we should be grateful that we have kebabs. But on that note, it's not something that I want to eat every day. Eh? <laughs> yeah, but don't we, when you have like outside food, okay, what can we have? Pizza or so then it does not feel like um mm-hmm, wish I could have something else and I talk to my parents mm. and Sadia and they're saying oh today we have this today we have that we <laughs> bought like, food no. from outside <laughs> that sounds so good <laughs> yeah then I'm like sad but yeah but I'm okay with cooking but mm. not always I feel like cooking that is the yeah, problem of <laughs> a lot of work mm. so Sorry, mm. you're from Bangladesh and then you live in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I'm from Bangladesh, but uh, when I was like six or seven years old, I uh, went to Saudi Arabia and um, I lived my whole life there basically in Jeddah. And mm. after I was like um, done from college, then I went back to Bangladesh again to study more. Uh, I studied like computer science engineering in Bangladesh and uh, there I finished my uh, bachelor's degree after that I got married and then I came to Germany so I was like basically uh, in and out in and out <laughs> not really in Bangladesh for too long most of the time mm. I see so how did you guys met I mean like for the benefit of our yeah. listeners I've got to say yes. I okay everybody <laughs> yeah. get ready get ready your tissues guys <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, Arona has not so, heard of so, it yet. Okay, 
No, I have not. I'm waiting for this podcast to hear it live. <laughs> yeah, we uh, got to know each other uh, online, so not in person. Um, mm -hmm. Like Tamu said, she was studying computer science and I'm also a software developer. So we were yeah, talking, um, we got to know in this uh, area and talked about mm -hmm. these things. I helped her a little bit with her studies in some areas. Yeah, like sometimes I had projects and I needed help and there's like Stack Overflow. You ask questions there about regarding your project and how does this technicalities work? And then like he also like helping me out there sometimes and I'm also asking like we are talking about these things most of the time yeah and, and then we also migrated to uh, messaging on Facebook mm -hmm. and then we were just casually chatting every now and then talking about work talking about also um, other things deeper things like uh, what do you think no the in the beginning he didn't like uh, was like not even interested to talk or anything <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's all like, coming out the, now. <laughs> for the first, like, how many months? One year, probably. No, no, didn't I, care. it was like four months. Or so. I mean, it's like no. German mentality, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like, One year and four months is a very big difference, right? <laughs> Pick a number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it started pretty late that we started talking about things other than like work mm. or like mm -hmm. technical uh, technicalities. Other than that, casual things like what we always talk about. Bengalis are like very friendly and they are asking about, oh, how much is your height? <laughs> Straight up asking <laughs> these questions. <laughs> oh, did you eat? What's what did your you eat? Length? <laughs> what color are your eyes? <laughs> yeah, like he had pictures. But you can't tell height from pictures. Yeah, that's true. Mm. She, well, also, like, she also had pictures. That's why I also knew already that she's a Muslim. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, over time, we talked also about different things, like deeper things about um, what do you think meaning of life is. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know anything about Islam. I, I, th I remember mm. once I asked her, it was around Christmas time here, and I was like, oh, do you guys also uh, celebrate Christmas? <laughs> and she was like, uh, no. <laughs> I, I didn't have no? any idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we just talked um, for, for a couple months. How long was it until I reverted to Islam? It was in 2016. I think we got to know each other, uh, or we met online in the end of 2014. Mm. So until... 2016 we just casually talked and uh, also about Islam then I got more interested she gave dawah um, also some other people gave dawah to me online I, I had a few contacts then yeah I also told him to go to masjid and meet the imam mm -hmm. and the Muslim community to see for himself how it is yeah, and exactly. I think he got a lot of influence from there too mm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's true the imam was very nice and it was the first time I really talked to someone in person about Islam when I went to the masjid. Mm -hmm. And later I found out that actually the son of this imam is uh, was a good friend of my brother. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting. And yeah. Um, and then I think after that, it was in the beginning of 2016 when I went to the masjid for the first time. And I converted to Islam in that Ramadan, which was in June. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So um, after that... We also kept talking about Islam. I, I had to learn a lot, obviously. Um, and in the beginning, it was not so easy for me because um, I feel like Shaitan tried to push me back again from Islam. <laughs> and yeah, I was having doubts and these kind of things. But mm -hmm. she also sent me links of videos like maybe, you know, Numan Ali Khan. He is very, very um, good lecturer and it helped mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, we kind of grew close closer because of that. Mm, right. Sure. Later. <laughs> I mean, how did we actually get married? Maybe you tell that. <laughs> oh, how did we actually get married? Okay, so in our country, like parents are always looking for your husband uh, since you are like two years old, probably. <laughs> Don't know, like they are always like bothering about these things and oh, when will we get a husband and where to find a husband and mm-hmm. you have to be like this and your in-laws house mm-hmm. like that. Like you were mm-hmm. basically growing up to be trained to be your in-laws house or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, after um, I was uh, doing my, no, like when I was in my university, then they were also looking for uh, guys for me and they <clears throat> bought the CV where is uh, the, there is like name, height, weight, and what this guy's <laughs> uncle did. All the very important things. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I it's only happened in like movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this different kind of guys parents used to bring and I was like, no, I don't like this guy's mustache or whatever. <laughs> it was shopping. <laughs> You're just like shopping for that. <laughs> <laughs> catalog. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes like oh, aunties from different uh, houses used to come and like check me out and I'm like, why is she looking at me like that? <laughs> Okay, she's <laughs> expecting you. <laughs> and then they later are like, okay, we, we want to do this, proceed with this thing. And I'm like, what, what, proceed with what? And then, <laughs> yeah, basically I wasn't like comfortable with um, this kind of proposals. And it was exactly the time when we were chatting. Also. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, um, if I marry this guy and I found, find out like, like, 90% of the things between us don't don't match like we have to have be have to be in the same level of thinking and understanding and if it's not there then what is the point even if it's a good looking guy even then uh, the understanding is not there then th- my whole life is basically uh, being decided so yeah. I, I knew it was very uh, like an important decision and I had to take charge of it like not let my parents do whatever they want to do so Mm -hmm. yeah and i started liking him then too and i told Mm -hmm. him that uh, oh this kind of marriage proposals are coming and he was also (laughs) (laughs) get me out of here (laughs) and you were like very um i mean he was like very uh sad about it and Mm. he also realized that he likes me so we didn't say like who likes each other first but yeah basically Mm -hmm. we just um did happen to like each other it was a very hard time then because we we were thinking okay it's impossible that we could ever be together Mm. it's like not nine thousand kilometers if my uh, i tell my parents they will be like get the hell out of here (laughs) what is this Get out of my face. Yeah. Like, choose from this catalog. Even if I say, like, I like a guy from my country, even then they would be, like, um, freaking out. And if Mm. I say that it's a guy, like, from so far away, and (laughs) this guy's also, like, reverted and uh, Mm. doesn't really as um, pro at Islamic things, learning, (laughs) kind of. Still learning, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, in our country, it's like, it's not like common to marry outside of the Mm. country and culture. Yeah, so it was a very hard time and I used to be like worrying all the time and sometimes asking Allah for help and uh, like in the prayers crying sometimes. It was really like a hard time, long time. 
And after mm-hmm. that, really finally gathered courage to tell my parents. And from there, it was also, they, it took a long time for them to process the thing. And mm. uh, slowly, I tried to persuade them. And they also, like, met him in person. And after that, maybe it went easier because once they met him in person, I think mm-hmm. they liked him. Yeah, yeah, right. And right. is that the, for the first time their parents met him is also the first time that you met him? No, no, I didn't meet him then because I was in Bangladesh studying then. Okay. And uh, my parents were in Saudi Arabia. My uh, mom, dad and brother was in Saudi Arabia, Jeddah, and I was in Bangladesh then. And he went for Hajj. So he went Ooh. to visit my parents. So he didn't see me, okay. but my parents saw him. Yeah, exactly. I, I met his, uh, her brother and her father. Yeah. I was, um, after the Hajj was completed, I went to Jeddah. They took me there for one day. I slept there mm-hmm. for one night and we you know, got to know each other, basically. I got to know uh, her mom's food because she's also a very good cook. <laughs> and um, yeah, because I liked her food, she started to like me too. And I think that also played into <laughs> Her parents to accept me. <laughs> how, did, how did it feel to meet um, the parents of someone you like for the first time? I was extremely nervous. When I, uh, yeah, I bet you were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I was, um, like I said, they took me from Makkah to Jeddah. And mm-hmm. um, it's it's a it's a long car drive. I don't know how long mm-hmm. is it. Two hours? No, it's not two hours. It's one no. hour. Yeah, I mean, it felt like two hours or longer because <laughs> her her brother for was first giving me like a cold kind of treatment. I feel oh. like because oh. he wasn't talking much. <laughs> no, my dad is always like that, acting serious, but inside is not that, that no. serious. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> just look, looking grumpy. Yeah, uh-huh. it's the first level that you have to get over with. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> If my dad doesn't like you, it's not possible. <laughs> yeah. So were there like any awkward moments? Like what was the thing that um like finally you think that they have accepted you? Um I when I was still there, I wasn't sure. Um uh-huh. I I knew that they I guess they liked me. I was I was trying to like, be the best I could be, um, uh-huh. polite and everything. I mean, I'm a polite person anyway, but I tried to up yeah. it a notch. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah it, it took, I think even when I was back home in Germany, um, I still didn't know if like everything really went well because mm. also her parents didn't tell her yet yeah, much I about see. what they think about me. Mm. I was like always talking to them and I, I'm like trying to find out how they like him. Like yeah. I was doing video calls and oh, so how, how was it? Like my mom keeps talking about food. Like he ate this food, he ate that food. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but what is other than that? <laughs> Just that thing. And yeah, I didn't know then when, um, but I felt like they went like a bit soft on this issue mm-hmm. after me- meeting him in person. Because mm-hmm. he's like a very gentle and polite kind of person and also like, Probably their heart heart melted or something. Wow. Oh. I did something right, maybe. Whatever yeah. you did, it worked. Yeah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. It worked. Yeah, so later my dad said, okay, it's okay. I don't know at what point even he said okay, but yeah, it was just okay. Someone we just transitioned into the wedding preparation. Yeah, okay, let's, okay, let's start. Wedding. <laughs> yeah, and we met each other on wedding, after wedding. After we First were already time. married, yeah. Hmm. Wow! Oh my <laughs> God. It's like 
Yeah. The dream. <laughs> Such a big leap of faith that you yeah. have to yeah. take. You know, yeah, crossing true. like content. I mean, like crossing so many kilometers and mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. Also, he is like from the very beginning. She, he's like an introvert kind of guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I told you he didn't talk or was a bit kind of like not into social things but he came to Bangladesh and then he had to by himself this introvert guy came to Bangladesh and then interacted with so many people like I have like thousands of relatives probably you know (laughs) and like interacting with all of them yeah (laughs) and uh, being nice to all of them even though like they're being annoying sometimes he's like being nice to them I think it's a hard thing for him to do but he did it and uh yeah, after we got married and we saw each other for the first time, you know, like you are thinking about this person and wanting to be with them for so long. And you did so many things to get to this point and you finally see them like it's like heart beating out of the chest kind of <laughs> thing. I, I still can't Stop. like. Explain. It was really an amazing <laughs> Okay, yeah. wait, hold on. Just like, I want to clear something. Wait. So, um, you, sorry, Waju uh, reverted to Islam mm-hmm. on your own. Like, not, was it like because of Tamu and like learning about the religion and so on? Like, what made you revert? Her Dawah was definitely a factor because she gave me a lot of information, which I didn't know before. Mm-hmm. Gave me a video links. I, I watched a lot of videos then. Also, like casually telling me about rulings in Islam or what, what Muslims believe in, mm-hmm. all the connections to Christianity as well. I wasn't really, I wasn't Christian then. I was an atheist at the time. Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. of course, I had some more connection to Christianity so I could understand easier when it was related to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was definitely a factor because she gave me a lot of information. Also, other people gave me a lot of information, gave Tawa. Yeah, and then I, I definitely took this step on my own because um, a few days before I reverted, I somehow suddenly had the feeling like, uh, okay, you, I think you already believe in it. Um, what if you mm-hmm. die now believing that Islam is true, but you still didn't take the step? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that really pushed me over the edge of actually yeah accepting islam mm. Mm. how do you feel tamu when you found out that he has reverted i was like basically talking to him normally about these things and i was thinking that he's probably still uh learning and he needs more time more time i, th- I thought he probably needs one more year it, it, until he fully believes it but suddenly uh-huh. one day he's like i went to masjid today and i become muslim and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> I was like very very shocked because I didn't know also I made it sure that if you have to be, become a Muslim you have to be sincerely from the bottom of your heart that you believe in all the things yeah. uh, about Allah and other uh, pillars of Islam not because you want to marry someone or like someone to be with them you are trying to do that then it doesn't work it's like a dishonesty and uh, you have to be very very sincere Otherwise, like, what is the point? Like, for marrying, mm-hmm. you convert. Yeah, is, of course. Yeah. It's not legit. Yeah, so it was very clear on uh, my and his part that this thing was from the bottom of his heart and he did mm-hmm. it willingly and because he believed in it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. I've always been so, like, mesmerized by, like, people who either, like, reverted within a split second 
or like people who made a big change in their life. For example, like from not wearing a hijab to mm-hmm. suddenly wearing a hijab just the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I've never experienced something so drastic. Mm-hmm. And they say like um they they don't they don't have words to describe it. It's just what you feel. Mm-hmm. Some people actually so have I think about it actually. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. But yeah. So it's so cool how like um. When the feeling is there, you are very sure that's, mm. that's yeah. the right Allah way. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala just pushes you to that thing that okay, mm-hmm. now you have the opportunity. You you will do it, and they do it. Yeah, mm. it's just like that. Yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> so after you got married, uh, you moved to Germany, mm. and yeah. you have been you've been staying in Germany since. Yeah. Yeah. So when when we were still in Bangladesh, um, before I came to Bangladesh to marry, actually I did a lot of research like what is needed after we get married to have her have our marriage accepted in Germany because it's also mm. not so easy. Mm-hmm. And when we were there, we had to go to the embassy after we got married. Um, yeah, get visa, and I had to also do a, like A one test for yeah, German, German language, test. so I know a bit of German, like the prerequisite oh. for getting a visa. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I had to do that test. It was again a lot of work to actually. Yeah, also yeah. It was like three months. I had three months. I had to have this. Um, what is it called? They had to check all the documents and make sure they are real and these kind of things. Yeah. yeah so he went away, but I was in Bangladesh. Then uh, this processing it went for like six months or something, and then I went to Saudi Arabia. And from there, I went to Germany. Yeah, I came to Saudi Arabia again. Stayed mm-hmm. there for two weeks, I think, mm-hmm. and then together we came to Germany. Yes. That was in November 2018. So, yeah, four or five months after we got married. Yeah. I see. How was it like um, transitioning for Tamil? The initial thing is like when I came uh, to Germany, uh, it was super, 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 super cold. Mm. And uh, I didn't have a jacket. And I was like outside, uh, running outside from one airport to another train station. And I was like uh-huh. the shock of my life. <laughs> getting so cold and like shivering uncontrollably yeah we, we missed a domestic flight actually we wanted to go by plane from frankfurt to where we live yeah. but we missed that flight and so we had to take trains and even with mm. cars it's like three hours but with the train it took like four or five hours yeah. and we had to drag our big 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 luggages with <laughs> us was, yeah because you're moving <laughs> yeah it was so so hard to move all these luggages and running from one train to another like had to change three trains or something yeah no? Yeah, mm. it was very, very hard. But then I also noticed that German people are very friendly. Like whenever we were struggling to get our luggages on the train or get it off, then they are always ne- next to us and they're helping. So I was like, oh, how nice. They are pretty yeah. nice. And very that's good so cool. first impression. Yeah, yeah, good for first <laughs> impression. Good first impression, yeah. Because I was in a struggle, I saw that how nice they were because they were helping mm. out. Mm. Mm. But I don't know if they would help me if it uh, is, it was just me be- and he was not a German. No, <laughs> don't no, know. they help me because of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Maybe I will experience something by myself one day, <laughs> and then I will know. Mm. <laughs> Waju, can you speak Bengali? Uh, only a few words. <laughs> like she's trying to tell me some things, but I keep forgetting what they mean. <laughs> Bangla is very hard for me as a German somehow. Yeah, like if you if you know good English, then German is a bit close to English mm. in some some sense. Yeah, correct. But Bangla is like completely different, out of yeah. any 
scope of learning from mm. these languages. Yeah, exactly. He, he just know how how are you uh, make make dua for me. Like the food was yummy. Food was yeah. We, food I was going to say that. Probably, <laughs> we all know who who that one is for. <laughs> yeah, mom always have to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> food was yummy. Yeah, this and a few few other things. He knows, mm. but I know more than him. Yeah, mm. she. I have to. I have to start get uh, being careful when I talk to my parents about her oh. because she will no. understand it. No, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, they're they're doing secret conversations in front of me, and then I'm like, oh mm. no, <laughs> like uh, one time they were planning for my birthday and they they were like uh, talking and I was like staring and oh, oh does she understand? And then they were like, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, and my mother-in-law is also very, very sweet person, and oh, she good. she's like the best mother-in-law I could think of. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. The Halal Travel Podcast is brought to you by Halal Trip. Halal Trip is an online travel platform catered to the needs of Muslim travelers. This is the place to go for Halal Travel info to help you plan your next trip. On Halal Trip, you create content like articles, videos, and even free travel guides just for you. So on our website, you'll find places to go, nearest prayer spaces, and of course, halal restaurants. Also, did you know that we have the world's first ever in-flight calculator? Now visit our website at halaltrip.com for more information. Download our app available on both Google Play and of course App Store. <laughs> so I'm surprised that wow. <laughs> I'm surprised that Rauda didn't cry. Uh, it's really, really heartwarming to hear your story and, and the obstacles that you overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the story that um, Tom was sharing about like Asian parents—that's something to the extreme. And I myself have um, received that kind of feedback as well. Like you know, over here when you have eat, uh, eat Mubarak, you always go visit family members, and the first question that mm-hmm. I will always get asked is, um, "When are you going to get married?" And I'm like, "You want to sponsor <laughs> the wedding?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's really to hear your story. The fact that you have met each other the, for the first time after your nikah. Oh my god, mm. I just can't imagine. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I feel like the best part of it is like how Tamu has such an amazing mother-in-law mm-hmm. who accepts her and the religion. Mm-hmm. She's like, so does she um cook for you like halal? Yeah, yeah. Like in the household. Yeah, yeah. After he reverted, her, uh, his mom already started going to different um, shops looking for halal uh-huh. meat, uh, halal food. And she basically found the halal meat stores. He, oh. he didn't. That's <laughs> <laughs> you, bro. Hey, yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> he just got just some big eating, small things. Eating no? fish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was what I was actually doing after I reverted because I didn't have any idea where to get anything. Yeah, <laughs> but the mom found everything. Yeah, I knew one wow. store, but she found the rest. <laughs> yeah, she she also like she thinks that the quality of the halal meat is pretty good oh. mm-hmm. compared to the other meat you get at supermarket at cheap price. She thinks uh. the quality and <clears throat> um, like when you cook, it tastes better. Uh, and also, she thinks it's more ethical mm. than uh, other mm. meat. Yeah, so she is on board with the halal thing. That's an interesting. Most of the time she buys, yeah, she uh, most of the time she buys like halal things. Yeah, even when we're not coming. Yeah, even if we are not eating 
she she just mm. cooks for herself she's buying halal meat but sometimes she goes to the store and she's like okay i bought the halal meat but i saw a muslim buying not halal meat from somewhere <laughs> else what is this <laughs> yeah, yeah so, some muslim things yeah, you say bismillah and eat mm. and it's fine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anything is halal so you say bismillah <laughs> yeah. that's what they said <laughs> that's what they said yeah, yeah but that's really interesting actually because like mm. in the supermarkets here in singapore um we also have halal and non halal meat and sometimes um the non muslims who go and buy the halal meat as well to cook and like my mom would mm-hmm. um, usually talk to them and then they're also saying that the the taste of the halal meat is much different from the non halal one now i'm like huh mm-hmm. oh, yeah well i obviously i can't try <laughs> so i wouldn't yeah. know you never know <laughs> so, <laughs> so none of us know other than yeah. you <laughs> so you yeah. have to say <laughs> yeah it's true definitely i mean especially talking about pork i Uh, I hated pork always because it was always so oh. weird and I didn't like oh. it and I'm glad that I can't have it anymore. <laughs> Before you you were even Muslim you uh, convinced your mom not to have pork, no? Oh yeah, true because uh, you sent me a video about yeah, yeah. how bad it is, is it and uh, not good for your health. Yeah, maggots exactly. and how they are raised and how, what they eat. They eat everything that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, they eat everything and it was so gross and her mom is like clean cleanliness Queen or something. Oh yeah, my mom is very like, <laughs> very clean very person, clean yeah. person. Uh-huh. She when she saw this and she's like, "What? I'm eating these?" <laughs> oh. And she's like, "No, I'm never eating this again." And after mm-hmm. that, she never bought pork. I think your mom. At least not for herself. No. Mm-hmm. I think your mom would be best friends with Rauda's mom. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom is also. Uh, very organized and mm-hmm. very clean just today <laughs> just today like we went we, we just like grilled some beef patties to make a burger and then like the floor was slightly oily so i wiped it already but it's still not like it's not clean <laughs> enough yeah. not spotless enough and she just she i saw her uh pouring hot water on the floor oh and she called in the area off <laughs> and she was just like she was wiping the way like okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay out of this zone <laughs> extensive cleaning department yes. Yes. of the house yeah it's good it's good mm-hmm. I think I've picked up some of her habits along the way without even realising mm-hmm. actually like my yeah, mom yeah. as well Um, that day we, we usually when we go to the grocery stores we will have like the plastic bags the reusable no not reusable the disposable ones but we will usually uh, mm. reuse it so we will have this one big container filled with just the plastic bag and then she will ask me to unfold it okay fine I took out all the groceries blah 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 and I folded it and I put it into the, the, the container right and then she saw it she took it all out and she refolded it because no you folded it wrongly <laughs> it I'm like data. okay <laughs> <laughs> says that sometimes I just increase more workload uh, uh, instead of yeah. like helping her <laughs> well, you ruined oh. everything I'm like what <laughs> and she's like okay my pretty chill <laughs> she's fine <laughs> I think Asian parents will be like this all the time maybe yeah I agree. But your your mom is also like sometimes she's folding nap- napkins and oh, she's like, like oh you don't fold it this way then it's not correct it has, the seam has to line up exactly <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Yes. White Asian mom kind of mix yeah. mixture. <laughs> yeah. You guys also traveled uh during yes, the pandemic. Just came back from vacation, isn't it? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. The the situation got a bit better uh, in the end of September. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of lucky. We went to Switzerland. Uh, uh-huh. we, we drove there from here, which is like, it took eight hours, eight to nine hours. Wow. Man, we need to migrate, yeah, man. It sounds so much more <laughs> to live we, travel alive. What are we doing <laughs> here, guys? You can't even <laughs> travel out. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is that with Singapore, it's yeah, so man. small. We don't have any, like, interstate to go to. <laughs> you have to buy a this boat. small island. <laughs> Bike boat. boat. Yeah. <laughs> Fun boat to go from one island to another. Well, we only have island. one island. Well, big island. <laughs> 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 of course, we have smaller oh. islands as well. And usually, we don't really go visit all these islands. My sister's island, Tembusu Island, or whatever islands, right? And then suddenly, since... Are there indigenous people there? Indigenous people? That's us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in no, the no, islands no. like with spears and stuff uh, no, 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 no. no 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 one lives yeah there. most of it is no. Un- uninhabited uninhabitable inhabitable yeah, yeah. Never. so one island is also like a so, landfill and then yeah the other one is where we have like a um very old school Malay kampung village fishing village kind of thing um, but most of it we don't as locals we don't usually go there but since like the pandemic since we can't travel out outside um, the mm. the demand for everybody going to all these small islands has increased exponentially and it made me want to mm-hmm. go actually but it's, I think it's expensive I saw like the cruise it's <laughs> like a ship not ship what's it called a boat a kind of thing that a yacht yes then you travel between <laughs> islands uh, I think it costs like $89 sing dollars that's equivalent to 50 so USD money. I think that's why I said you guys should get boats <laughs> <laughs> we should all be chained yeah <laughs> and yeah like the um, situation before was like when we travelled it was fine but now it's like suddenly so much yeah Germany is getting oh, yeah? worse so yeah, you yeah. guys travel and then came back and then the situation got worse. Hmm. Not oh. because of us. <laughs> no, not because of us. No. <laughs> I guess. We didn't do anything. <laughs> but you guys didn't have to go through the whole like quarantine. Or... Stay home. No, luckily not. Oh. Um, some some areas in France, when they when you come to Switzerland from there, you, you had to do quarantine. But uh, mm-hmm. we, we were lucky we didn't have to do anything. Also, when we came back mm. to Germany, no problem. No quarantine. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it's fine, you know, because you're traveling in your own transport, so you don't really interact with other travelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so is it easy now, like, since you say, like, the situation has gotten worse, is it easy now to find food? Like, the butchers are still open. Yeah, yeah. the the, the supermarkets, everything is still open. Um, in the beginning of the year, when the first wave came of uh, the uh-huh. corona problem then people were going a little bit crazy about buying certain things like toilet oh, paper people didn't use toilet paper for so long yeah. suddenly they have to use so much <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper flour uh, pasta yeah. but i think now they they are a little bit more chill about it so the stores uh-huh. don't have to don't have problems yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they saw themselves as this is nonsense we can't do this <laughs> <laughs> I can't relate though but like we don't buy toilet paper do you guys buy toilet paper? Yes. oh yeah <laughs> I don't buy toilet paper anyways <laughs> <laughs> so, I just need to make sure that I don't use the toilet paper how do you buy it? <laughs> uh, we do 
Yeah. 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 But not me? not to like the extent where we would like stockpile everything. Uh, yeah. Stockpile. No, we don't. Do mm. I saw a video. Uh, back when COVID nineteen was still crazy, like how uh toilet papers are now, it's like considered as black market. So if you can get the toilet paper, it's it's super rare. <laughs> you have to pay like a huge amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I have a confession though. I stockpiled rice before. <laughs> <laughs> In the oh beginning, like during this during this situation. Yeah. So it was the the day before um the prime minister would was about to share the the, the speech. So there was like a rumor mm. going around saying that they uh, Singapore might have a lockdown. So it's actually our circuit mm-hmm. breaker, which is somewhat still a lockdown, right? Kind of, but a more milder version. So I think it was like three o'clock, and then I was like, okay, I I asked my brother whether we should go to to the supermarket to go and like stockpile certain things because I know it's gonna be quite mm-hmm. difficult over the next couple of months. So I'm like, my brother said, okay, yes, I think you should. So damn, I took out the the trolley and I went to the supermarket, and I thought I was quite <laughs> early. Apparently not. There was like at least ten people in the queue, and I was like, oh no, I hope by the time I reach, there's still rice. <laughs> so yeah, I got rice. <laughs> 10 kilograms still one of them my mom buys like my mom buys like 15 kg of rice even though if it's not pandemic or anything (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you know every time we go I go my family goes to the supermarket like other families would look at our 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 carts because it's always so full I don't understand is it like what we eat it's just too much Maybe we buy like too many things together. Future planning, mm, a lot future of plan. <laughs> yeah, and people are just um, buying small things for today and tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and right. yeah. they have less things. Yeah, it's cheaper to buy in bulk. Yeah, right? so, <laughs> cheaper to buy in it's bulk, fine. and also uh, we look at the offers: which one comes less, which one comes yeah. more, and then you use the offers and gets a lot of things. And people <laughs> think we are crazy, but we are not. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I'm curious though. Like what Nurul said, I do you have to wear masks in Germany now? Is it mandatory? Yeah, in uh, in the supermarkets, it's been mandatory since I think March or something, mm. April. And um, now in our city, they also in the main shopping area, you even have to wear it outside. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, it's still pretty much here too. Hey, Germany is very strict with uh, this. Compared to Switzerland, we went uh, there. You have to <clears throat> not wear mask. Only keep distance. Only keep say. distance. But when you are like in a queue for a gondola or something, you gonna wanna gonna go up on something yeah, train also or public something. Transport as well. Public transport. There you wear the mask when you are standing in a line close to other people. But if you are like distancing, then you don't need to wear the mask. But in Germany, if you don't have a mask, they don't let you in. In, in the mm. shop yeah. uh, do you get yeah. like fined mm. so it's or more something by the government or like the police there are fines mm-hmm. like for example when you there are also rules that you are not supposed to meet other people like big groups if you if you um, do that anyway then you could get a fine I don't know if there were any cases yet which mm. where someone actually <laughs> had to pay it mm. not sure mm. so in Singapore if you are caught not wearing a mask 300 sing dollars and we have like actual legit people walking around mm-hmm. to to inspect the space mm-hmm. the area like oh wow. you don't wear your mask okay i'm gonna find you yeah. now <laughs> you, <laughs> want to, don't do this. <laughs> you have to okay, keep well, wearing it all the time like 24 hours you like if you are outside you have to wear it all the time no matter where you yes. are 
Yes. yes. Well, of course, unless I would like, you yes. um, are eating. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're eating, yeah. Or you're exercising. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would if get... you are walking out and you're not wearing a mask, you're going to get very strange looks from people mm. now. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They're filmed mm. on their mobile phones and posted online and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Shamed this online. Is, this stupid yeah. person didn't wear five minute fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is the situation the same um, back at home in Saudi Arab? I think they're opening right the masjid, mm-hmm. uh, Makkah, Medina. Yeah, yeah. I think in Saudi Arab, like uh, it's less than a lot of countries. Like uh, uh-huh. in the beginning, Germany was doing pretty well, but now it went out of hand. But in Saudi oh, Arabia, yeah. like, it's like 400 or 500 cases per day. It's not that much. And also, like, in Saudi Arabia, you basically don't have, like, the chance to go against uh, what is the rule. Like, if you are mm-hmm. seen, you will be taken to the jail. And, oh. uh, yeah, it's very strict. So people <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, dare yeah. to do something uh, other other than the rules have mentioned. So in Saudi Arabia, it's pretty less. And... Uh, Hopefully it will stay less because uh, they are uh, pretty strict on who they let in or not. And in uh, Masjid, uh, Masjid in Awabi and Masjid Haram, they also like opening slowly. You have to register uh, to go to the Masjid. Like there are a limited number of people who can pre- be present in one day. So you have to register from like one month before oh, if you want to go for Umrah or something. So... You have to be, and also there is like super less people. When you see like uh, videos of um, um, the live videos of Makkah, where people are doing tawaf, you will see that uh-huh. there are many less, very very less people. Uh-huh. So it's like very much controlled. They don't let too many uh-huh. too many people in there. So I think it's pretty good in Saudi Arabia, but in Bangladesh, I don't know what's happening because <laughs> it's it's not recorded properly. Someday they yeah. do less tests, someday they do a little bit more tests, but not enough yeah. tests at all. So, so you can't really tell if this uh, statistics they are presenting is correct or not. So I can't really tell about Bangladesh. In Bangladesh, it's a lot more difficult to keep it contained because there are so yeah. many people and mm-hmm. it's very populated and mm-hmm. everybody lives really near each other so mm-hmm. like with Jeddah I would think that you guys have individual houses mm-hmm. like it's not as crampy as Bangladesh so I think no. the virus spreads a lot more quickly very less countries are as cramped as Bangladesh I think <laughs> you can tell yeah especially in the Dhaka city it's really cramped and uh, cramped and also people are sometimes stubborn and they don't listen mm-hmm. they just do mm-hmm. what they want to do Mm. So I I don't know exactly the situation, but um, people from my family and relatives uh, didn't have it yet. So I guess mm. they are <clears throat> they are also not caring, and they are like, oh, we are fine, <laughs> and nothing is happening to us. So they, right. they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> good for you. So far it worked. <laughs> so far it worked for them. Hopefully, inshallah. Now I'm curious whether um, Tamu's parents have actually visited you guys in Germany. No, oh. not yet. We wanted no. to go to uh, Saudi Arabia this year, actually, but mm. yeah, something came in between, so we couldn't go. And yeah, uh. we also planned that they might come sometime, but mm. we're not sure yet when exactly that would be possible. Yeah. Because of this COVID situation, like everything, all the plans are like not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, inshallah. They can't come, we mm-hmm. can't go. Yeah. Everything is like this. 
but I think now it's a bit l- uh, less uh, <clears throat> in Saudi Arabia, so they are letting uh, people in and starting to do the visa thing. So maybe next year in the beginning, we try to go and see how it works. So what else can we expect on your YouTube channel? Now we're back on YouTube. <laughs> okay, what else can we uh, find out more from these influencers? <laughs> YouTube stars who might soon have like, ad sponsors on your, on your channel. Yeah, we some get, get new ideas to make videos. We can't really say, okay, next... Next week we're gonna do that. We're gonna do this. You yeah, are unexpected, <laughs> unexpected <laughs> content. <laughs> we want to do some more cooking, of course. Yeah. Um, maybe also try out cooking dishes of other countries. We had that idea. Um, then yeah, try to do some more videos with my mom. Maybe we have one upcoming. Maybe next week. What mm-hmm. else? Travel vlogs. We still didn't complete our uh, Switzerland vlog. We are still working on that. Have to finish it. Yeah. The editing is so much work and <laughs> yes <laughs> it's it's really a lot of work and we are also not full-time a content mm-hmm. creator we are he's like working all day and only time we have is at night and then also mm-hmm. uh, in the weekend and in the weekend we also have to film other things or go somewhere and uh, edit video like it's a lot of work sometimes and we don't try to take so much pressure because mm-hmm. it's not yeah. good for mental health but yeah we we are not financially stable from the youtube enough to just do full, full time that yeah. thing yeah I, w- I would love to upload one video every day but it's simply not possible maybe once a week is possible but mm-hmm. inshallah maybe I mean, once later. you get uh that kind of following you could probably outsource the video editing you know mm-hmm. and just focus on creating content yeah, i'm saying this like i know i have one million subscribers or something but yeah yeah when you have one million subscribers then you can afford uh, an editor yeah correct mm-hmm. exactly yes. yes and now just hustle and no, don't have but to do all this work <laughs> <laughs> do you guys feel like pressure like do you go to like Waju like Waju finish this video by tomorrow please <laughs> do you um, I mean sometimes we are like okay it's been 10 days now and we don't have a new video okay it's time to think a bit seriously I think yeah then, yeah, then just I just like work that. the whole night and then okay maybe we can upload it next, next day <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes we are kind of a little bit under pressure but we try to not take too much pressure yeah, at once take it easy uh-huh. yeah yeah, I but, see. Um, I thought um, Hazira was going to ask uh, whether you feel pressured with 40,000 people staring at you on your life uh, and like, you know, having <laughs> an understanding about what you do uh, and who you are. Do you feel that kind of pressure actually? In the beginning, it was like that when uh, we were a bit uncomfortable and uh, didn't know, like, read every comment and <laughs> yeah. analyze it. Ask, have you had any hate comments? Lots of hate comments. Like it's not, it's not possible to not have hate comments. Like mm. when you have like uh, so many people watching you, and also not mm-hmm. so many people are even your subscribers, but they just come to put hate comments. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you think, why do we even watch our video when you don't like? It? Yeah, yeah, like coming to yeah. this Islamic content and saying, hmm, uh, Islam is uh, not a peaceful religion, and writing. <laughs> bad things but mm-hmm. why did you even come to watch this video then like it's obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. says in the title what this video is yeah like some people just want to spread hate for no reason so but it's really really the minority we get mm. so many many nice comments of everyone yeah. mm. from so many That's different good. countries and uh, the indonesian and malaysian uh 
audience is a, a lot more than other like from even from my own country i don't have as much mm-hmm. as i have from indonesian and malaysian audience i think and I, it's funny funny thing is like <laughs> i have never seen a bad comment from indonesian or malaysian people yeah that's really interesting mm-hmm. it is it is so strange like i got from my own country but i didn't get from mm-hmm. them but even if they write probably they write in their own language so <laughs> i don't care they can help me translate if you like <laughs> sometimes i put on google translate to see what are they saying and it seems like oh a lot of people ask why he has a beard <laughs> that's kind of weird that is that is one of the biggest comment from indonesian mm. and malaysian audience oh. yeah oh. <laughs> oh it's done <laughs> no, beard is not obligatory. Why do you wear beard? I, even before I became a Muslim, I was wearing beard. What's your problem? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that is not a negative comment. Like it is no. fine. Yeah, but mm-hmm. negative comments are like not that kind of negative comments from this part of audience, and it is very mm. nice. But mm. I think it's because I feel like the Malaysian and Indonesians they're a lot more receptive to vlogs now. Or like mm. YouTube content, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of influencers, a lot of YouTubers now mm-hmm. from that region. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think they are more than like Singapore, like anywhere around the Asian countries. So, I think it's a good thing that they are watching your channel. You know, mm-hmm. so that's why they would support you. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very difficult yeah. for us yeah. as well that we don't really get much um exposure to uh, Muslims in Europe, especially. Like we've heard yeah. people in London, um, we've heard people in living in America, but not so much in like Germany, France, uh, to, yeah, and all mm. that. So it's a very refreshing to actually chance upon your channel and figure out like, hey, we have European Muslims, yay, we can actually you know um chat with them, understand how it's like uh, living there because over here we're just a tiny dot, and we may not actually know much about other people's cultures. Yeah. Hmm. It's good to expand the views on different places and culture and people. Yeah, true. I also think there is like less uh, Muslim content creator from Germany. When mm-hmm. I searched about it, I didn't find too many. So I think it is good that we are trying to represent. We're trying to show our, like, we're Muslims and we just try to show a Muslim life and showing mm-hmm. that Muslims just have a normal life like everyone else. And I think this kind of content creator, we really have very less in Europe. Yep. We mm-hmm. just show normal Muslim life every day. What, what do we do? There are a lot in America. Um, but in UK. Europe, UK, oh. you too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many in UK. <laughs> yeah. UK, yeah. In UK, there are a lot of people who are doing this. Yeah, but... It's either like in Germany, it's either like a totally Islamic channel, which is like Islamic contents only. Mm-hmm. Like only lectures. Not stuff. really how these people actually live. Like they are not always like reading Quran, mm-hmm. right? You don't yeah. read Quran 24 hours a day. So it would be a like lie to say that I do this. You have um, a normal life. You look, live like a normal person and not Muslim people are not boring and like... You know, they're just sitting in the corner of their house and being like serious and strict. That's all what the my time. mom always thought. That's what like, my yeah. <laughs> she always said when when we go to vacation, we never see Muslims. <laughs> yeah, this and also like, why are uh, people in the comment section sometimes commenting things like that? Oh, uh-huh. you are doing this. You are doing this wrong. You are doing this not right. And then she's like, why are Muslims not? 
fun or like trying to be strict all the time. And we yeah. just basically want to show that not all Muslims are like that, like strict. We we can be more fun than other people sometimes uh-huh. with our content. <laughs> yeah, that is the point. So true. Oh mm. my god. Yeah, it is true. Like um, sometimes my friends think that. Uh, like Muslim can't do this Muslim can't do that like so many rules mm-hmm. that they think don't make sense so I feel like this kind of YouTube videos of like normal people that are also Muslim who don't look like Muslim mm-hmm. but um, like they show a Muslim lifestyle mm-hmm. uh, it's normal I think it's good that you guys are on YouTube mm-hmm. to show to represent us Muslims <laughs> that you. we can be fun <laughs> yeah you guys are a lot of fun like I'm talking with you guys and realizing like I'm talking to my friends or something it's very nice to talk with you guys oh <laughs> <laughs> no but no. i want to yes you, you should come um as a layover yeah. that's what my my suggestion is yeah. like as a layover to a different mm. country because like staying five days not in singapore busy. i think it's not yeah, worth like, it our country is so small wow yeah most mm-hmm. we have a lot of fried chicken so yeah. don't worry <laughs> we have a lot of food we're just gonna make you eat and eat and eat we have halal mcdonald's yeah. um, <laughs> halal kfc um, halal subway yeah. halal burger king oh. all the fast foods that you miss oh, no. in germany come on down <laughs> I also heard like the halal uh, KFC McDonald's are like in UK or uh, in Saudi Arabia are different than like in Singapore so I would also like to see how it's different and what kind of different menus they have Mm. because we are a big foodie people too (laughs) but because of this halal thing when you travel to Europe you just have to eat like dishes which has like seafood kind of Mm -hmm. or kebabs oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) if if it's halal yeah no hate but kebabs yeah (laughs) (laughs) better than nothing right (laughs) yes better than nothing (laughs) yeah all right thank you guys for agreeing once again to be on this podcast we hope you enjoyed though we hope we're not that boring you guys are so nice and like friendly it's really nice to talk with you guys <laughs> yeah it's All so right. nice to talk to you guys so thank fun you. just tell our listeners where can they watch you like yourself. Yeah, they can <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube you can just search Tamu and Waju. Um uh-huh. that's T A M U and W A J U. And we also have Facebook, same name and Instagram as well. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tamu and Waju, for joining us in this podcast. Uh, we hope to see you guys again sometime, hopefully in Singapore. Inshallah. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. So we'll see you on the next episode. Don't forget to give us a shout out on anchor.fm slash the Halal Travel Podcast. Your voice message could be featured in our next episode. Yep. And if you have any advertising and collaboration opportunities, contact us at info at halaltrip.com. That's I-N-F-O at H-A-L-A-L-T-R-I-P dot com. 
Also, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Halal Trip. We're also now on Telegram and TikTok. Until next time, get inspired, go and inspire others.